Welcome to Preach the Word podcast. I'm your host, Ashton McDonald. I'm going back in the archives for today's episode to a sermon that was shared by Pastor Shad McDonald on July 24th of 2016. The scripture reading comes from the book of Joshua, chapter 5 and verse 12. The sermon is titled, When Satan's Plans Fall Flat. I would like to take just a moment to address something. I realize that as I go back in the archives and I post these sermons from years past, that some of the audio is just not as good as some of the newer recordings. And I do apologize for that. I do my best to go through and make adjustments and try to make them as clear as possible for you, the listener. But with that being said, I also don't want to overlook or skip a specific sermon simply because the audio is not that great. And I do appreciate you, the listener, understanding that and continuing to tune in. If you would like to contact us, you can do so by emailing preachthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Listen as Pastor McDonald talks to us today about how Satan's plans fall flat. Thank you for listening. Joshua 5, 12. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna any more, but they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, only go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horn. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, All the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Verse 20, So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, And the people shouted with a great shout 
that the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Verse 20 again, the wall fell down flat. If the Lord would stand by me tonight, I want to preach a message entitled, When Satan's Plans Fall Flat. Amen. Let me begin by just helping you see verse number 12 again of chapter 5. I want you to notice that when the children eat of the corn of Canaan, the manna ceased. You see, that manna was for those that had had all of those years been in wilderness wanderings. And that was what God had sustained them with up until that time. But when they had the corn of Canaan, the manna ceased because God had gave them new provision for a new land. And may I say that God will always provide for His people. God will always make a way for His children. You see, Joshua now receives briefing for the battle. He realizes that there is a great barrier between them and the blessing that God has for them. Right over Jordan, the first city that they encounter is Jericho. It stands before them. And all that God has promised for His children, this fortified city, it must be destroyed. It was a walled city of some 60 feet tall. And it was a wall that was wide enough for chariots to race atop that wall. Some historians say it was a doubled wall city. There was an outer wall. And then so many feet yet farther in, there was another wall. It was a city that was too walled. And oftentimes in your life and mine, there are barriers that are before us. They are blockades that Satan has put in our way. They are things that we must hurdle, things that we must get over. But I want to tell you tonight on the authority of the Word of God that whatever the devil has built up in front of you, God is able to move in such a way that Satan's plans fall flat. The idea of those two words, fall flat, it comes from a Hebrew expression meaning from underneath. As if to say that God just literally knocked the bottom out and everything that was before them, God caused it to fall flat. And so on a Sunday night, I want to just give you some encouragement, please, that the devil may have built a tall wall and the devil may have put something there that you feel like you can never get over. You cannot circumvent it. You cannot overcome it. It's too tall to get over. It's too wide to get around. But I want to tell you there's a God in heaven that is able to move. And if you will but trust Him, if you will but believe Him, if you will but lead on the Lord, He'll make a way out of no way. You see, beloved, the devil has plans. The devil has ideas. But God is greater. You see, between the children of Israel and everything that God had for them, they were walls. First, see Joshua here, intimidated by walls. High, formidable, parallel walls. And as he looks at these walls, perhaps Joshua is saying, 
How many ladders will it take for us to get atop these walls? How many men do I need to prepare for? How many casualties will there possibly be? Will a battering ram knock out those gates? Will a battering ram be able to destroy those gates? What will our losses be as we try to overtake this city? Intimidated by walls. The problems that confronted him. As he's thinking about how will we do this? Come now. You're looking at your wall. It's a tall wall. It's a formidable wall. It's something that is entrenched. I read just last week that the city of Fallujah has uh, went back to ancient warfare. You know, that they came and they, they took that city away from ISIS. And so now they've went in with great earth-moving machines and they have went completely around the city of Fallujah with a deep trench. And they've gone back to trench warfare so that there's only one way in the city and one way out. And here the city of Jericho is. It's shut up. And I want you to notice what that meant. It meant that for fear of the Israelites, for fear of the children of God, the city was shut up. Don't you think, church, don't you think, church, that God's got enough power so that we can shut the devil up? Amen. When the children of Jericho hear about those Israelites coming out of the wilderness and they come to Jordan and the waters open and they cross over and everything that God does for them, don't you think, amen, that it caused their hearts to quake and they were filled with fear and they shut the city up. What that's simply telling us, they had the devil in the corner. I was a praying this past week and I felt chill bumps go up the back of my neck and the Holy Ghost let me know we got the devil in the corner and the city is shut up and God's going to give us the victory. Oh, honor the Lord in the house. The God that we serve is greater than the walls that are before us. There may be problems that confront us. But look at Joshua here before Jericho and see the person that came to him. Behold, a man came to him. It is none other than a Christophany, an Old Testament manifestation of Christ in human form. The man that came to him is none other than the same one that came to Moses and said, Your own holy ground, loose your shoes off your feet. I know where you're at, but because I'm here, the captain of salvation is saying, it's now holy ground. I want to tell you, it's not always going to be like it is. God will turn it around and make it holy ground. <laughs> All right, God. And the Lord came to Joshua here. And the Bible said that Joshua fell. On his face. Stay with me please. And first he's intimidated by walls. But when the Lord came to him. He's now inspired to worship. And he fell. On his. Face. If I can. Say it this way please. Quit worrying about the walls. And get your mind on worship. 
You see, that's what the devil wants to do, is distract us. He wants us to get our mind off the main thing, and that is worship. The devil wants to destroy worship from our heart. He wants to take away our song. He wants to take away our victory. He wants to take away our joy. But what we must purpose to do is we're going to worship God and let the Lord take care of the wall. You see, the area of the Lord's concern was not so much Jericho because the Lord had told them, I have given you Jericho in my hand. Notice he did not say, I will give you Jericho. He said, I have given you Jericho watch that he speaks of something in the future as though he's already done it it's not yet literally done but God says I have given you Jericho you know why because when God says something it's as good as already done and God said to Joshua I have given you Jericho I want to tell you if God gave you the promise it's as good as already done. Woo! That's the area of the Lord's concern. It wasn't Jericho. That's already done. But it's Joshua. And he says, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot. And immediately, here is the ascent to the Lord's command. And Joshua did so now friend here's where the victory comes and that is just doing what the Lord said do whatever he tells you to do whatever he wants you to do just do it I love to hear brother Lester Moore saying that years ago I was listening to an audio of him saying another day, why don't you do what the Lord said? You'd be so much happier. You'd be a whole lot more content. You would be a whole lot more satisfied in your experience if you just do what the Lord said do. And the Lord said unto Joshua, take your shoes off. He didn't argue. He didn't debate it. He just done what the Lord said do. Quickly now. Joshua is intimidated by walls. Joshua is inspired to worship. Then chapter 6 verse 1. Joshua is instructed by the word. Jericho is shut up. And verse 2. And the Lord said. See. I have given into thine hand Jericho. And the Lord said, that's what I want to know. That's all I've got to know is what the Lord said. Come now, please. In these few verses, there is a picture of life. Life has its confrontations. Life has its walls. Life has its difficulties. But if you'll just keep on worshiping God, 
If you'll just keep on humbly walking before the Lord, if you'll keep on worshiping after a while, you're going to get a word from the Lord. Joshua 6, 2, and the Lord said, and then he got instruction from the Lord what to do. And so tonight I want to tell somebody, there's a wall there. Keep on worshiping. And if you'll keep on worshiping, you're going to get a word. And the Lord's going to tell you exactly what to do. And the Lord said, I want you to get the men of war. And I want you to have them march around the wall. One time for six days. That's the plan of God to be followed. Now, what does that tell us, please? What, what does that show us? The men of war marching around the wall. That's pretty monotonous. That's pretty mundane. What can we learn from that? Life is routine. Life is routine. Life is routine. Life has its routine. And oftentimes, we grow weary with the regimen of life. We grow weary with the routine of life. What are you going to do in the morning? Well, if you do as a, a Christian should do, you're going to get up, and you're going to get your Bible, and you're going to read your Bible, and you're going to pray, and you're going to ask for God's help through that day, and then you're going to do the best you can to live for the Lord tomorrow. And then the Lord willing, and Tuesday come, you're going to do the same thing Tuesday. You're going to wake up, you're going to read your Bible, you're going to pray, and then every day you're going to do the same. Life is routine. Life is routine. And oftentimes we begin to wonder, what's the use of the routine? What's the use of the same old monotonous Monday and tedious Tuesday and worrisome Wednesday and temptatious Thursday and frustrating Friday? Amen. Just the same old, same old thing day in and day out. It wears on us. Amen. Life is routine. But the Lord said walk. And I want to tell somebody tonight, you've just got to walk around your wall. you just got to keep on walking because the promises God gave you the city and it may not seem so now but the plan's going to fall flat amen God's going to pull the rug out from under the devil and God's going to give us the victory if we'll just keep on walking life can be routine life can be very rigid very hard I cannot help but think that those men of Jericho as they looked over the city wall they mocked them. They scoffed them. They ridiculed them. They may have threw rocks and stones at them. Look at those foolish Israelites. Watch them there. Every day, the same thing. And then the seventh day, they marched six times around the wall. Seven times around the wall. 
And on the seventh time, they shouted with a great shout. The hardest thing to do was those six days that they were not able to make a retort. They were not able to make one single reply toward the scoffs and the jeers of the enemy, perhaps, that watched them from above. And then six days they did it one time. And on the seventh day, six more rounds, nobody said a word. Twelve trips around the wall, and nobody said a word. But on trip number 13, God said, when you hear the ram's horn, and you hear, glory to God, the trumpet blast, all the people are going to shout with a great shout. I want you to watch this, please. I want you to notice what happened. When they shouted, the wall came down flat. In their hearts was the promise. In their heart was the promise of what God had said. I've given you the city. But when the ram's horn blasted and when the trumpet was sounded, they shouted with a great shout. Can I tell somebody, the miracle is in your mouth. Amen. The miracle is in your mouth. You just need to give God praise for it. He told you the wall was going to fall. He told you he was going to give you the victory. Amen. And now's the time to give him praise. Now's the time to shout. Now's the time to give him glory. And when the people shouted, it was at the word of their mouth. What word? The word that God had given them. Listen, friend, when the word of the Lord gets in your mouth, the wall is going to come down. When the word of the Lord gets in your mouth, that's when the victory will come. Somebody ought to shout. The miracle is in your mouth. Glory to God. On June the 12th, 1987, our last president, Mr. Reagan, <laughs> last real president, June 12th, 1987, with his back to the Berlin Wall, he said those words that at that present time, we're given very little press and very little media. He said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. He said that to the leader of the Soviet Union because that wall was a barrier that divided the east part of Berlin from West Berlin since 1961. And though it was given little media and little press, he said it so emphatically that Mr. Reagan's words were heard around the world. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And I want you to listen to what one of the historians said. He said the speech that Mr. Reagan gave wasn't really elevated until its current status in history until after 
the wall came down. It didn't mean much as long as the wall was standing. But when the wall come down, everybody remembered what Mr. Reagan said. And so our worship may not seem much now. Our testifying, our praying, our persevering, our going right on may not seem like much now. But you just wait till the wall comes down. You just wait till the victory comes. You see, the devil's telling you it'll never Never happen. There'll never be victory. There'll never be joy. There'll never be Holy Ghost power. But I want to tell you, Satan's plans are going to fall flat. God's got a revival for his church. God's got a revival for his people. And if we'll just keep doing what God said, the word of God will be in our mouth and the walls will fall. You're standing all over the house. Your heads are bowed. I want to mind the Holy Ghost right here. Our sisters will come with a song. Father, help me, Lord, to be yielded to you right here. For that wall that needs to be torn down in someone's life. Help them to be yielded. Help them to be surrendered. Let the Word of God be in their mouth. Lord, I pray that that wall will fall flat. In Jesus' name. Your heads are bowed. Your eyes are closed. You're here tonight. And the devil has said, that wall will always be there. How many of you will agree with me the devil's a liar? Do you believe the devil's a liar? Now the devil don't want that wall to fall. The devil don't want that barrier to come down. Oh, but the God we serve is here to give deliverance and victory. And Satan's plans are going to fall flat. Your heads are bowed. I, uh, I want to be an encouragement to a sister or a brother. I want to be an encouragement to someone that you feel so fatigued and almost frustrated. You're saying, what good is all of this? When the Word of God gets in your mouth and you begin to speak what God says speak, you can say to this mountain, be moved to yonder place and it'll be put into the sea. Why? Because the miracle is in your mouth. You have the power by confessing the Word of God. And God is able to give you victory.